BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to We Met at Acme. This is the most exciting episode. We have Sheena Yay. from Vanderpump Rules. Hi. Hey, Sheena. Thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. I love your place. This is so cute. Thank you. Yeah. So let's start with how old are you and where are you from? 33, almost 34, from just outside of LA, little east of Pasadena. Awesome. And when's your birthday? May 7th. So you're a Taurus. Yes. Love it. I Love am. it. Do you feel like you're a Taurus? Like, do you identify with being one? Yeah, there have been so many things. I mean, I can be stubborn. I know Courtney is going to be like, you're the most stubborn <laughs> person. However, I feel like most people are more stubborn than me. And so I always right. have to be the one who gives in. Right. But like on my co-star app and like other things that I've oh, read, yeah. they're so spot on that it's like right. insane. I so. love that you have co-star. Do you know yes. your rising sign and your moon sign? Um. Well, rising is Taurus. Or wait. Taurus is, is, is your my sun. I know one is a Sagittarius. I think my moon is in Sagittarius. Got it. Um, and I think my other is Gemini. But I feel me... like the Sagittarius moon makes you hard to pin down. Would you yeah. say that's true? Um, like in love? Uh, maybe. Uh-huh. Wait, let's see. How do I go we'll back get into to my, it, though. my page? It looks different now. Okay, yeah. So rising is Gemini and moon is Sagittarius. Love it. Awesome. Yes. So we have a lot, a lot to talk about, but we'll start with like the standard, you know, Vanderpump things. Okay. So how did you start being on Vanderpump Rules? Because you know how they now say that The Hills was like scripted. Do, do you think Vanderpump was like you had to try out or not No, the only thing I think was everyone knew about the Eddie and I thing and mm-hmm. Brandy was on Housewives and no one told me that and... They will all take it to their grave that they had no idea. And it was such a coincidence that Sheena's just passing goat cheese balls at an event that this guy who I slept with a decade ago's wife, ex-wife is at. So that's the only thing that I'm like, is this why you wanted me to work at Sir instead of Illabonga? Right. No one will ever admit that. So that's fine. (laughs) I like to think that it was a coincidence because shit like that happens in LA all of the time. Mm -hmm. But I really did start working at Villablanca. I had lost my previous job because of, I'm just going to say it, because I slept with John Mayer. Oh, wait, how does that cause you to lose a job? Right. Funny story. (laughs) So I worked at the Grand Havana Room in Beverly Hills, which is a private member's cigar lounge restaurant. Mm -hmm. They don't uh, condone fraternizing with employees. 
and members. So I, I mean, not that it would have mattered because it was John Mayer. Right. But he's a member of the New York Grand Havana Room. I didn't know that. I only have the list of the LA one. Again, not that it would matter. Right. But because he was a member and I was an employee that was, you know, frowned upon. And so long story short, there was another girl who had slept with a member, literally like broke up his family. It was like drama. Oh, shit. And she got fired. Mm -hmm. And then she tried to tell the owner that she knew about John and I. And she's like, well, he's a member of the New York Club. And you're racist if you fired me because I'm black and you're not firing her because she's white when she did the same thing as me. Whoa. So he didn't have a choice. He had to fire me. Right. I'm freaking out. It's the week before I think my 23rd birthday. Right. And I'm like, oh my God, like I need a job. Like, what am I going to do? Like I have rent due, like all of this. Mm-hmm. And so I called one of my friends from college who just started bartending the day before at a new place in Beverly Hills. And he was like, this restaurant opened yesterday. It's called Ville Blanca. The owners are here right now. If you want to come over, like I'll introduce you. Went over, met Ken. He's like, can you start tonight? And I was like, yes. And the rest is history. That's amazing. And yeah. was so John, if it wasn't yeah. for John Mayer, I might not be on Vanderbilt Rules. Thank God for John Mayer. <laughs> so going back to that John Mayer situation, was that, were you guys dating for a little bit? I mean, it was, it was a fun fling that lasted for, I don't know, half a year. Mm-hmm. Have you, are you still in contact with him or not so More much? More so through like other people, like even like Andy Cohen and I last night on Watch What Happens Live, yeah. like made like a joke about him. And like, I know they've like talked about me and then my friend Janet and him know each other. And so like, they've like made comments and stuff, but I don't like text him still or keep in touch with him. Mm-hmm. That, that ship sailed like a decade ago. But I have to ask, was he good in bed? I mean, from what I remember. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Right. Does he... Do you remember if he has any like kinks or, you know, things that he's into? (laughs) No comment. (laughs) Okay. That means yes. So was that John Mayer thing before Eddie or after Eddie? After. Okay. And just to cover the Or around the same time. I don't remember. Right. Right. And how did you meet Eddie? At the Grand Havana Room. Everything happened at the fucking what Grand Havana Room. What is this Is it like Soho House before it yes, existed? exactly like uh-huh. that. But you can smoke cigars while having dinner, right. not just outside. It was like, like back in, you know, the 80s and 90s when you could choose a smoking section. It was just always a smoking section. Right. So, yes, very similar to Soho, but a lot smaller mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. I mean, they had a ton of A-listers like Jack Nicholson, Sylvester Stallone, like all of the... Uh, Quentin Tarantino, like all these really famous people were members there. Mm -hmm. So I got a job straight out of college working there because one of my friends from college, her roommate worked there and whatnot. But um, every Tuesday, they had a private room where they would have poker games. Mm. And every other Tuesday, Eddie and his friends and their like poker group would play. And I was the girl who always took that order. Right. And did you, (laughs) that sounds like a good, a good girl to be. And did you know that he was married at the time? No, never wore a ring. Mm -hmm. Never. I mean, isn't that sketchy? Like if your husband doesn't wear a ring? Absolutely. I mean, maybe he kept it in his car. I don't know. But whenever he was at the Grand Havana room, he never had a ring on. What married guy is going to ask me out to a bar Go out with me publicly. Go to clubs with me. Right. Take me to Mammoth. Teach me how to snowboard. Go on his boat. Like, met my mom. Like, built a bed for me. Like, all of these things. Like, I wouldn't think someone who's married would do these things. Right. 
And so I had heard like a few months into him and I hanging out that he was married. And I was like, no way, like not this guy. Like we go out in public together all the time. Right. So it was also pre-social media, pre-Uber, pre-anything like that. Right. It's like 2006. So um, I obviously had to ask him. I'm like, okay, look, I'm hearing things. Like, are you married? And I didn't even think to Google. I mean, I didn't have a smartphone back then. Like, I was barely on a laptop. Right. I looked up his IMDb, which I didn't even know what IMDb was. And I was like, oh, my God, he was the guy from this movie. I remember thinking that guy was cute, crazy, small world. Like, that was it. Right. So I never Googled him because everyone's like, well, why? I don't think about like, oh, hi, I'm Sheena. I'm Eddie. Nice to meet you. I'm going to go Google you. Right. I didn't even have a phone to do that on. So... Long story short, I asked him. He said, absolutely not. That's crazy. Like, who told you that? And I was like, one of the other members. And he's like, do you think I would be that dumb to like go out with you in public if I was married? And I was like, no, I didn't think that. I just, I had to ask because if it's true, like I'm not that girl and I can't be that person who's a homewrecker. Right, of course. And I mean, then I and you become a homewrecking whore when I didn't ever do it on purpose. And you only found out like after the fact on that when you were being... Yeah, it was like three, four months into us hanging out. Mm -hmm. And then he said, no, we kept hanging out. And then my mom actually called me and saw an article in like the Tribune. And it was like under the Star News. And it was like third watch actor Eddie Cibrian and wife Brandy Glanville of seven or however many years at the time are expecting their second child. Like, congrats, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, what? So I sent him a message and I was like, um... Just wanted to say congratulations to you and Brandy on Mason's sibling on the way. And then obviously he couldn't deny it then. He was like, sorry, like we've been separated for a while. Like mm-hmm. I'm not living with her, blah, blah, blah. I fell for his lies again. And I right. was just like, okay, you're not lying. Like you guys aren't together. So we started talking again. And then I found out months later that he was then with Leanne Rhymes. I'm like, and he was still with his wife. I'm like, wow. So you're just like cheating on everybody with everybody. And yeah. it was just, yeah. Don't you feel like if you start a relationship that comes from cheating, like it's going to either end in cheating or continue in cheating? You would think, but him and Leanne are still together. So no, I feel like it's just impossible. Like you can't just change a man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, they also got married after Instagram was a thing and like right. social media and like you can't get away with the shit you used to be able to get away with. Right. That's so true. Do you mm-hmm. think that che- they're like people used to cheat way more before social? Absolutely. Right. I think it was a lot easier to get away with. Yeah. There was even one night I remember him and I leaving a club and like one of the paparazzis recognized him and I'm like, I don't even know who he is. Like right. what? And like took photos of us and he didn't freak out or anything. So I'm like, yeah, this guy's not married. Like paparazzi was taking photos of us right. and he didn't freak out. Right. But because those photos probably weren't circulated on Instagram, Twitter. Exactly. Everything. You'd and he like wasn't a big enough deal for like TMZ right, to post them. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. I feel like you and Brandy and like everyone that was involved made him a big deal. If anything. Yes. Literally no one knew who Eddie no Cibrian was before no one. This. It's yeah. crazy. Like you like invented him. <laughs> um, so going back to Vanderpump Rules. So that's how it started. And then did you have a hand in like anyone else who 
was on the show or was it just like whoever else was a waiter at the time? I low-key forced Ariana to do the show. <laughs> really? So you knew her before? Yeah. So um, her, Sandoval, and I all worked at Villablanca together. Mm-hmm. And then when the show first started, I was just like, you're my best friend. Like, come on, do this show with me. It'll be so much fun. And she's just like, no, no hard pass and I'm like okay well will you at least like be my backup dancer for this performance because she's literally one of the most talented people I know she can sing she can dance she can act she does it all and so I was like please like at least just help me with this she's like okay that's fine and then there were like all of these rumors that her and Sandoval had a fling because Kristen was insecure and so once like season one that was starting to become a thing she was like no 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 I did not sign up for this I agreed to be your backup dancer right And wanted nothing to do with the show. But then it did just become such a story. And then Tom and Kristen broke up and Tom and Ariana got closer. And then now, you know, she's a full-time cast member. Right. This might be tough, but if you had to get rid of one character from Vanderpump, who would it be? I wouldn't do it. I think everyone brings something different to the show. Mm -hmm. And as much as certain people may hate a certain someone... You know, I mean, each scene that they film makes more episodes, yeah. which makes a longer entertaining show. So right. I, if anything, would maybe bring someone back before I would want to kick someone off. Who would you bring back? I don't know. I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> um, who do you think the strongest couple is on Vanderbump? Tom and Ariana. Okay. Yeah. And what about the weakest link couple? Um, I don't know that there's necessarily a weakest link. I think... James and Raquel are so young that they could either break up and go their separate ways or get married and have babies before anyone. Mm-hmm. So th- I think they're the one that's kind of most up in the air. Cause obviously Jackson, Brittany are getting married. Right. Kristen and Carter, no one knows what's going on with that. And then Tom and Katie are married and Tom and Ariana just bought a house together. So right. I think James and Raquel would be the only couple that it's like, well, maybe. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Let's talk about this guy Carter for a second, if you want to, if we can. Um, Kristen's boyfriend. Uh-huh. I've been watching this new season and like he doesn't, not a lot of people like him. He's kind of bizarre in their one-on-one dates. Have you had any good experiences with him? I've always loved Carter. Mm-hmm. Like he's someone, he's close to like my family. Like he's, I mean, I think they've even spent some holidays with us, like Thanksgiving and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But um we're both Chargers fans. So that was what him and I kind of first bonded over is we both love the same football team. Right. And would like watch a lot of games together and him and Shay back when I was with him were good friends. And I've always loved Carter. Mm -hmm. And the thing is when Kristen talks about Carter with myself or Brittany, she pretty much only says positive things. Right. When she talks about Carter with Katie and Stassi, she pretty much only says the negative things. Do you think that's because she feels like they only want to hear the negative things? No, I think it's just maybe she's around them more. And Mm -hmm. so when she's having a bad day, she's just venting more. Right. And whereas maybe I don't hang out with her as much that when we do, it's like she just wants to talk about the good things that are happening and not the bad. For sure. So we asked on our Instagram if anyone had questions for you. And there's a few of these. And then we're going to get into Sheena, Sheena stuff. Was the pasta really about the pasta it really was the angel hair pasta at sir is so good i swear to god it was about the pasta really yes really it really was (laughs) it really was Mm -hmm. that's hilarious yeah now i have to try this pasta. it was the angel hair 
Yeah. Someone asked, I don't really get this, but maybe I didn't see this one particular episode. How long does it take Adam to hang a TV? He, no, I, that's not a thing. What is no, that? It was a, because I said my ex-boyfriend hung a TV on a wall in under seven minutes, which the, <laughs> the uh, what is it? Like the hardware yeah. was already installed in the right, wall. He just literally right. like, took it out of the box and hung it up and plugged it in in under seven minutes. Uh-huh. So no, I've never asked Adam to hang a TV for me. <laughs> but also yeah. uh, my friend Janet, it said, she's like, you know what? Not everything should be done in under seven minutes. That's a really good so, point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Was the talk with Brandy on Real Housewives totally real or was it scripted? No, that was real. I mean, if I'm that good of an actress, like I should be winning awards (laughs) because that was one of the most uncomfortable conversations I've ever had in my life. Sitting down with someone whose husband I used to sleep with, but I didn't know he was her husband. Like there was no easy way to go about this conversation, but I knew I owed it to her to apologize to her face. Even though he was the one in the wrong, somehow I was getting blamed. And I'm like, you know what? Like maybe I should have seen the red flag that when he said like, oh no, we're separated. I should have just walked away. Right. But instead I went back. So maybe that is my bad. And you know what? For that, like I'm very freaking sorry. For sure. Which Bravo celebrity are you most attracted to? Ooh, um, I think I'm going to give that one to Shep. Oh, Shep was, we recorded an episode with Shep. Who is, what do you saying, Courtney? Say it. Say it. What? Say it. We'll, we'll cut it out. No. Attracted to? Who's Nima? No, I think I would say Shep. Really? Yeah. Have you guys interacted? Shep and I? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Have you hooked up? We've made out. Why? I feel like you guys would be a good couple. Why not? I mean, he lives on the opposite side of the country. I could see you thriving there. You know, maybe, maybe one day. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I made out with Carl. Made out with Nima. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who's Nima? He's I on Shaw's The Sunset. Oh, oh, yeah, hilarious. But, um, yeah. I guess after being in a relationship for so long with someone who didn't like kissing, I'm just like a little makeout slut now. Who's the one who didn't like kissing? Rob. What? Literally such a weirdo. What was his excuse for not he liking it? He just said that he didn't like that type of intimacy because it made him have feelings. What a freak. <laughs> when was his birthday or when? Is He's also birthday? a Taurus. Two Taurus are not good yeah, together. Yeah, I know. And Adam's Stay a Taurus. Stay away. Oof. Stay away. So is my mom. Well, that's different. (laughs) (laughs) Don't stay away. Don't stay away there. Um, That's hilarious. What do you think about Kristen's fixation on James? Someone asked. I mean, that's just Kristen. Mm -hmm. Like, I... I mean, it's her ex-boyfriend, you know, she's never going to have like good things to say about him. And there are a lot of things that happen off the show. That's even more reason as to why she wants to take him down so much. Right. But that's just Kristen being Kristen. Meaning there are reasons that we don't know about. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Interesting. Someone asked when your single is, your next single is coming out. I think my EP is going to come out in May. I've been traveling so much right now and I still Mm -hmm. have two songs I need to finish. But every trip I take, I lose my voice. Mm. And I haven't been back in LA long enough to get it back. So I'm probably going to get back in the studio end of March, early April, do two more songs and then release the whole EP in May. Awesome. Yeah. Has anyone on the show ever dated or hooked up with someone on the crew? No. Mm-hmm. Not that I know of. Everyone's yeah. always been in relationships on our show. Right. No one's True. really ever been single other than me this past season. And no. <laughs> True. 
Um, and most of the crew is married. Yeah. As well. That's true. Someone said looking good this season. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now back to our question. So let's talk about Sheena for a second. Okay. So what is your current relationship status? I've just, I've literally done like 17 interviews about this mm -hmm. in the last like 17 hours. And I just say, you know what? If my relationship status is on Facebook, I'm just going to say it's complicated. Okay. I'm technically single, mm -hmm. but it's complicated. Do you feel like the guys that you go for, there's like a specific quality that's like always the same or it's all different? Like, do you have a type? Um, I mean, I usually have a physical type. Mm -hmm. However, that's not what I'm currently sleeping with. Right. I mean, obviously Adam is gorgeous. He's good looking, but I'm usually more like light skin or like tall, dark and handsome. Mm -hmm. But I don't, I don't know that they're necessarily like personality or those type of traits and qualities that I'm always attracted to. Got I think it. just if I click with someone, I click with them. Right. And let's talk about Shay for a second, mm -hmm. if you want. Um, so how did you guys originally meet? We went to high school together. Oh, okay. Yeah, we never dated in high school. Mm -hmm. He was two grades below me. Mm -hmm. But we've known each other since I was 15. Mm -hmm. And how long were you together again before you got married? Um, Together for about four before we got married. Mm -hmm. And I just have to ask, if you got married again, would you have worn the crop? Thing or done absolutely it because yeah. I would look way better in that now <laughs> that I'm in shape than I did when I got married hilarious <laughs> and during your marriage Shay what's his first name Mike Michael, right yeah Michael Shay had like a you know a problem with prescriptions for a little while mm -hmm. um it was on the show for a bit is that something that you definitely didn't know about ahead of time? I had no idea mm -hmm. because he had been taking pills prior to us dating. Right. So when we started dating, it was like always the same. He just was the same. Right. So once I found out like years in that this was something that had happened, like then there were signs and things that I noticed that I was like, oh my God, like that happened like a year ago. And it was right. like, I would remember little things, but because he had always been doing it, it wasn't like all of a sudden his behavior changed. For sure. When he switched from downers to uppers, I noticed a difference, but I believed what my husband said. And when he's like, you know, he's been going to the gym more and eating better and wasn't drinking. I'm like, oh, okay. So that's why he's losing weight and getting in shape. Not right. because he was taking Adderall every day. When is his birthday? His birthday's in June. He was a uh, cancer. Oh, okay. So that's not a bad match for a Taurus. Mm -hmm. But you guys ended up getting a divorce. And before that happened, or maybe after that happened, did he ever get sober? Yeah. No, he mm -hmm. did for a while as far as I knew. Mm -hmm. And then I found out that he had switched from downers to uppers. Right. And couldn't admit that to me. Still said that it wasn't true. And knowing for a fact that it was true, I just in that moment was like, you know, this this needs to end now. Like I need a divorce because right. if you can look me in the eyes and so convincingly lie to me, if I didn't know 100% that this was something you had done, like with a friend of ours, then I would have stayed with him forever. So right. knowing that he was lying to me, that was just the final straw for me. Mm -hmm. If he came back to you years later, like now, and he was like, I'm sober, Sheena. Like, I love you so much. Would you ever consider him again? 
We met up um, in August last year, actually. And I mean, didn't have like a let's get back together conversation, but that ship has sailed. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think, I think once you break up and divorce, like that, that happened for a reason. I mean, some people absolutely get back together and it works right. the next time. But for me, once I'm done, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Do you miss anything about being married? I mean, there are so many things I miss about Shay. He was my best friend. Like we spent every day together for six and a half years. Right. But um, I mean, being married specifically, no, not that I can think of. It was really weird, like not wearing a ring. That was probably the one of the biggest adjustments was every day. I was like, oh yeah, wait, I'm not married anymore. Like I was like, I constantly right. felt like I had lost my ring or I misplaced it. So that was like a big adjustment. But I mean, I, I miss cooking dinner for someone mm -hmm. all the time. Like I definitely miss waking up next to someone all the time. Morning sex is like my favorite thing. Mm -hmm. So like things like that, but that's not necessarily married. That's just like what I miss from being in a relationship. Right. But I'm very happy being single because it's a lot of fun. Yeah, <laughs> it's so much fun, especially yes. when you're beautiful and Thank fun. You. So let's talk about self-care and like what do you do when you're, you know, you need like a pick me up and you just are feeling like, ugh, to self-care. I have a playlist on my phone that's like my good vibes playlist. Mm -hmm. So if I'm ever starting to feel a little down, sometimes like I'll smoke weed and just be like, fuck it, I don't care. Right. But after freezing my eggs a couple months ago, that was something I had to give up. So I had right. to figure out how to deal with, you know, emotions and feelings and all of that mm -hmm. and not use a crutch with weed. Right. So I made a playlist on my phone of just a bunch of songs that make me happy and bring back good memories. And that's kind of like my go-to. I love music more than most things in life. I love that. And we have to talk about freezing the eggs, but quickly, um, how about masturbating? How come that's not in your <laughs> self-care routine? <laughs> Because I'm actually blessed with sex often that I don't feel the need to. And I would rather have a body than a toy. What if you take a trip for like a press tour for like a week? I can go a week without sex. I'm not like some crazy. What about a month? I mean, I wouldn't prefer to go a month. And if I mm -hmm. if it was somewhere where I was going to be gone for a while, I would probably have someone fly out to meet me. But have you <laughs> ever tried masturbating. It and doesn't like, interest me mm -hmm. at all. Like I literally have no interest in having sex with myself. But what about like not doing the standard, like fingering yourself type thing, but instead <laughs> I know your mom as your mom, like <laughs> looks at me from behind, but instead maybe like humping something or using like a vibrator. No. You've never tried, you've never no, humped anything. I literally, no, only dudes. <laughs> girls back in my slutty college years but but don't saying. you feel like <laughs> but don't you feel like sometimes if you can make yourself have an orgasm you don't need to be reliant on no, like because I that don't, guy out I don't have them often as is and it's something I spoke to my doctor about yeah. I was like I've been having a lot of sex for longer in my life than I haven't and mm -hmm. it's just not something that happens often she said that's very common like a lot of women don't have orgasms every time right and I'm kind of at that age now where I'm like in my like sexual prime right. and I started having them in the last year with someone and Wait, you didn't have orgasms before that mm, no maybe like one or two wow. I think yeah but like this past year I was like oh 
That's what that is. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But like, I have no desire to try and like reach that on my own. It's not like, oh my God, I need to have an orgasm. Like if I'm having right. sex and it happens, awesome. If it doesn't, it still felt good. So your sex drive isn't like necessarily that high, but it's normal. Right. Okay. Yeah. What about like... I'm too busy to like have that be my main focus. Right, right. But what and about if like you have your period and you have cramps? I don't get cramps. I've been on birth really? control for a really long time. Which one are you on that you don't have cramps? I'm on low, low estrogen. Mm-hmm. And that literally I've I've never gotten cramps. Wow. So, so I lucky. can't empathize with people who yeah. do. I'm like, I'm sorry, that sucks. Like, right. do you want a Tylenol? Like, what about know. if you can't sleep? Do you like that? Cause I'm just thinking of times when I masturbate. I'm like, what about if you're bored? What about if you're um, alive? If I'm like literally like up and can't sleep and need to go to sleep, I'd probably take a Xanax or smoke some weed and put on like my slow jams playlist. Right. Hey guys, sorry to interrupt. I hope you're enjoying the episode with Sheena. She is incredible. Um, and she looks just as good in pictures and in, and on TV as she does in person. It's crazy. But I wanted to tell you about why I've been smelling so good recently. I've been wearing scent bird And Scentbird is like these adorable little tiny perfumes. Um, It's a luxury fragrance subscription service for perfumes and colognes. And like basically you sample all of them instead of buying the entire bottle, which we all know is really expensive. There's over 450 brands for you to choose from. Personally, I love Burberry Brit. I've been wearing that since I was like, you know whenever the first time I ever put perfume on was maybe 12 and I love it. And it's just like the easiest way is to, you know, to try different perfumes. You know, even though I'm loyal to Burberry, I have been trying Dolce & Gabbana, Tom Ford, Calvin Klein, and loving every single scent. There's a 30-day supply, which is 120 sprays. So you can apply it more than four times daily for a month. I don't know who applies perfume that much, but you can if you'd like. You can bring it on the go for any occasion, like just a little spritz, you know, when you're traveling or before a big meeting. It's incredible. And because I love it and I love you guys, I want you to go to scentbird.com slash Acme and use my code for 50 percent off your first month. So S-C-E-N-T-B-I-R-D.com slash Acme. And you can try your first perfume or cologne for just $7.50. Sign on. It smells incredible. Scentbird.com slash Acme. Check it out. All right. Back to the episode. Wow. Okay. (laughs) So freezing your eggs. Yeah. Why did you think that was a good decision? Because um, I have been on birth control for so long. And when Mm -hmm. I got my fertility levels tested, they were extremely low. Mm. And the older you get, the lower the levels are. And because mine were already so low and I'm single and I don't see that changing anytime soon, my doctor recommended that I do that sooner rather than later because your egg count just depletes more and more each period you have in each year of your life. And going into 34 not going to have kids anytime soon. It seemed like the smart thing to do in case I do want kids one day is kind of more of like an insurance policy. I'm not a person who's like, I need to be a mother one day. I need to be pregnant. I need a kid to complete my life. I'm so good where I'm at right now, traveling the world and doing whatever the fuck I want, whenever I want to do it. And until I don't feel that way anymore, 
I I don't want to be a mother. So this was a great backup plan, which shows like, I mean, I put my body through a lot for two months. Don't you have to give yourself shots and all that? Yeah, I had to do six shots a day, three times a day. Wow. Not it was like one in the morning, then four, then another one at night. So, yeah, I mean, I I didn't put myself through that just for fun. Mm-hmm. But just in case, you know, I do meet the right guy and he does want kids one day, then that's an option if I'm too old and all of my eggs are gone. For sure. And d- was it one egg, three eggs? We um, got nine. Mm. Oh, wow. Which, that's no, it, see, that sounds like a oh, lot, but that's okay. really nothing. Really? Like most women get between 20 and 30. Oh, wow. Because once they're fertilized, genetically tested and all of that. Right. Then there's only a one in nine chance of like mm-hmm. one of those embryos being perfect and especially freezing eggs, not embryos. I won't find right. out if any of them are even viable until they're fertilized. Right. So I'm actually going to do another round this summer because I want more than a one in nine chance if I have kids one day. And why do you think people were so like, affected by you freezing your eggs. It's insane. Like I was looking, you know, doing research before this and even on your Wikipedia now, it's like Sheena froze her eggs in 2008. I'm like, what? That's crazy. I think because I said it was an easy and painless process. Right. So many women who have gone through multiple rounds of IVF and had miscarriages and all this are like, this isn't easy. I'm like, first of all, I'm a single woman freezing eggs. I am not married trying for multiple years to have a baby going through in vitro after in vitro after that. Like that I'm not saying is easy. What I did as a single woman who has no issues with hormones or needles went through something that was easy and painless. And I wanted to put that out there for other women who are in my position who can't afford it. And even if you can't, amazing places like SCRC have financing plans where Mm -hmm. it can be affordable for anyone's income if that's something you really want to do. Right. And so I wanted to share my side of it because every single person I talked to about this had said how terrible the side effects were, how the needles were this and how it, it made you bloat and it made you this. And like all of these things I heard were all negative. Mm. There were only two people who positively spoke of this experience, and that was Gretchen Rossi and MJ from Shaws of Sunset, whose doctor I went to, and then Gretchen was at the same place at SCRC with Dr. Suri, and I was with MJ's doctor, Dr. Gadir, and they were the only two people who said good things about this, so... I ended up going to the same clinic and I had a great experience as well. Mm-hmm. It took them a lot at their age, you know, like when you're in your like late 30s, early 40s and you're right. trying to have a baby, like it was harder for them. So they're like, do this now. So you're not us, you know, 40 years right, old trying right. to have a baby mm-hmm. and it being so difficult. But every other person I spoke to was just like, oh my God, like the hormones, like I quit after day two. I couldn't handle it. Like it was like the worst experience ever. And then, so I'm like terrified going into this. And then I started doing it and I'm like, waiting for it to get bad. And I'm like, wait, that was nothing. And then it was like day three of shots, day four. And I'm like, when is this going to like affect me? Like mentally, emotionally, like for sure. when do I get depressed? And they're like, probably would have hit you by now if you were going to. They're like, that's amazing. You've been on birth control yeah. for so long. Your body is used to the hormones. So like, right. it's probably not going to affect you that much. And it didn't. There was one time I had a freak out on my mom because I forgot my bag of, I had like this like ice chest bag that I had to keep the um, medication, like the shots in. Right. That had to stay refrigerated. And there was one day I was like 
on the phone and I was like rushing around my apartment. I get in my car, I drive to the doctor and I realized I didn't have my bag of medication. I live 30 minutes from the doctor. I had to go all the way home oh, no. to come all the way back and you have to give yourself the shots at the same time every day. So it was like, I just had a complete like meltdown, but I don't think it was the hormones making me act that way. It was just, right. I was so frustrated with myself mm -hmm. that I forgot something that I then had to drive back for. And now I'm two hours late to my appointment. But it was like, that was the only time I really had any emotional breakdown. And that was because I was just mad at myself for being stupid. For sure. What would you say your blind spot is when it comes to dating? Like everyone has something that they wish they were better at. Or like for me personally, I'm a control freak in my relationship. I am as well. I think that's one thing too, where sometimes I just have to let the man be the man. Right. And I'm not always good with that because I am such a control freak and mm -hmm. I am such a type A leader personality that I think that would probably be mine where sometimes I just have to be like, okay, you take care of this because right. I'm not used to that. I'm used to being with someone who I have to take care of everything for. For sure. Do you go to anyone for dating advice or would you say your friends come to you or? Um, I mean, I've, I've had friends come to me for sure. I don't really ask anyone for advice. I usually just like vent about mm -hmm. things. And if we have a conversation about it, we do. But no matter what advice someone gives me, that is the Taurus in me. I'm going to do what I want to do regardless. Right. I know what I should do and I know mm -hmm. what I shouldn't do, but I'm going to do what I want to do no matter what anyone's advice is. Mm -hmm. Do you think that it matters if, you wait to have sex with someone or not so much? No, because I've done it both ways and mm -hmm. it's not like one worked out better than the other. Right, for sure. What are some deal breakers for you when it comes to guys that you date? Um, Drinking problems, like having like a temper. Like if that was something that is a regular thing, mm -hmm. that's one. I'm trying to think. Being selfish. Mm. That was like my ex-boyfriend. It was just all about him all of the time. And right. that was something that I just like told myself was okay. And I was like, oh no, he's just really stressed starting a new business and whatever. Mm. But in hindsight, it wasn't okay. And when I took a step back from that, I realized like, no, I don't want to be with someone who only cares about themselves and is just about what's best for them and not what's best for us. Mm. What would you say if you know... Um, what your love language is. Do you know the love language? Yeah. Um, mine is words of affirmation, mm -hmm. physical touch and quality time. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, acts of service obviously are important, but that's not even in my top three. For sure. And I don't give a shit about receiving gifts. Yeah, totally. Do you give gifts? I, that's the thing. I think I'm too good to people sometimes. Mm. And that might be one of the things that can kind of be like intimidating because maybe I'm dating a guy who can't give me back as much as I'm giving them as far as like gifts and stuff go. But right. I'm just such a giver and I love buying things for people. Like my favorite part about Christmas, other than driving around and looking at Christmas lights and listening to the music is buying presents for other people. Mm -hmm. I don't even ever want anything for Christmas. It's fun to open presents, of course, but it's like I get so much joy out of like watching people be excited about something I've given them. Yeah, for sure. Where do you see your career going after Vanderpump Rules or do you want to stay there for indefinitely? Um, I mean, I'll stay on the show until the day it's canceled or I'm forced to leave. Mm -hmm. um, I wouldn't mind going back to Vegas and doing another live show. That was so much fun. Mm -hmm. I love doing my podcast. I would like to maybe expand that one day into a more on camera, like entertainment newsy 
type of television show. For sure. So I kind of see me going in a hosting route, but I still love acting. So whether that's another show on the Vegas Strip or a recurring role on a television show or in a movie or something like that, I think that's where I will be headed. Love it. And if you could hook up with one celebrity, so not Bravo celebrity, but just like any celebrity out there, who would it be? Drake. Oh, I feel like Drake <laughs> would be so into you. Have you met him? Yeah, we kind of go way back. Oh. Not, we never hooked up. Uh-huh. But he used to come into Villa Blanca all the time. And I was the only girl he liked to serve him. Mm. And Adam and I have a mutual friend who was his stylist on his last tour. And he was like talking about the show. And then Drake, who used to be with Rihanna. Rihanna's a huge fan of the show. They used to watch oh the God, show together. And so Drake's like telling our friend, he's like, no. He's like, you don't know Adam and Sheena. Like, no way. And he was like, no, I do. Like, I hang out with them. Like, I know Adam from Atlanta. Like, I've met Sheena. And he's like, no, you don't know Sheena. Like, I know her. Like, we go way back. No. And then he was like, wait, what? I'm like, I told you I wasn't lying. Like, I used to wait on him all the time. I'm like, I know he would remember me. Like, it, was, it wasn't just like one time he came in a village. Blanca like yeah it was a regular thing had come in give me a hug knew my name I was with Shay at the time but I was like can I just slip in my number right. Shay was like no and I was like I get it obviously and so I never did but I mean if the opportunity presented itself now would you leave Adam for I'm, I'm not with Adam but and but Adam if you were, if you Drake, were. so he would probably just want all the details <laughs> <laughs> um and then logistically I'm just curious do you guys get like a waitress or waiter salary in addition to like something for being on the show or how I mean, does that work? Minimum wage right. for our hourly plus mm-hmm. tips. Are there other people that you work with who are not on the show that are just like so fucking jealous? I think there are a few. Yeah. I won't name any names, but yeah. there's one girl at Sir who for sure is. Yeah. So you think people take jobs at Sir hoping for... I think now more so, yes, people get jobs there thinking that they're going to be on the show. Right. And sometimes it might work out, but it usually doesn't because unless you're organically a part of our group, you don't just get cast to be on the show. For sure. And this is just something I've been wondering always. Like, are the guys on the show, other than Jax, obviously, are they gay or is it just like, <laughs> are they from LA? You know what I mean? Why and do it's you like say other than Jax? Jax is one of the ones who's had a gay storyline. I mean, Jax is like probably gay, but he's just like, he's just such like a cheater that, you know, and he, <laughs> he doesn't often cheat with guys. I feel like it's usually women. So I feel like he just loves women, you know, and he doesn't have like this, like he doesn't love fashion and he doesn't have this like high pitched voice and like, it's just he doesn't have a gay vibe the same way that all the other guys right. on the show no, do. No, Jax is no. Um, I don't think any of the guys are gay in any way, like at all. I think they're just very metro and right. like to you know manscape and all of that. But For sure. But you know what I mean, like gay or from LA. You know what I mean. It's like hard to distinguish sometimes. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of pretty guys on our show, so most people just assume that because mm-hmm. you know they're really into fashion or whatever. But no, I mean, I've known all these guys for a really long time now, and mm-hmm. definitely not as far as I know. Did you hook up with any of them before they were in these no, relationships? No, I'm the only person who's never hooked up with say, anyone on the show. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, but obviously people have tried. With me? Yeah. No. 
Really? I mean, Jax and I flirted a little bit. Like, he flirted with me, like, season one, and I right. rubbed, like, sunscreen on his back. But I always had a boyfriend mm-hmm. who then became a fiancé and a husband. So no one's ever, like, tried with me because I was always in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. So we usually end our episodes with a quote or a piece of advice that you have for anyone out there who's listening when it comes to either dating or life advice, just something that you've learned over the years? Um, I mean, just to be kind, like mm-hmm. you never know what someone else is going through. And there are just so many negative people in this world who just project onto others to try and tear them down. And I will just never understand it. Mm-hmm. It's like you sit behind a computer screen and you have the you know, courage to say whatever you want. I'm like, I challenge you to come and say that to my face. Right. No one ever has. Right. Of so, I mean, yeah, just, you know, treat others. It's like the golden rule you learned as a kid, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated. Like, you know, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. Like those things apply throughout your whole life, even as an adult. For sure. And where can everyone find you? Listen to your podcast, watch you, yeah, listen so, to your music. Um, podcast one, Apple podcast, wherever you get your favorite podcast. It's called Shenanigans, spelled with my name. I did a fun little play on words. Love it. And um, everything else is just at Sheena, S-C-H-E-A-N-A. Cool. Thank you so yeah, much, Sheena. This thanks. has been awesome. So fun. And if you enjoyed Sheena, write us a review in the podcast app and follow us on Instagram at we met at Acme. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.